You are listening to Master Coaching with Ajit, a podcast that inspires coaches to impact lives of their clients more meaningfully. I am Coach Ajit, and I'm known for coaching high performers, entrepreneurs, and leaders. I'm also a serial entrepreneur and author of many books. On this podcast, I am answering your burning questions. I'm also demonstrating and deconstructing behind-the-scenes coaching sessions. This month is a special month. We are hosting Super Coach Immersion event in Austin, Texas. And I am so excited because we got completely sold out. 300 plus amazing souls are going to show up in Austin, Texas. Our events are where you learn, you grow, you find your next best friend. If you haven't attended our in-person events before, this is your chance to experience the energy, the talks, the transformation that we create at these events. Which is why for this episode, I have chosen one of my favorite talks that you get to enjoy from the comfort of your home. We're going to explore how we can present ourselves in a way that is more aligned to how we want to present ourselves. It will start from the discovery of who we are, but the place where we are going to go is to try to find out how is it that we want the world to see us. Because the clearer we can define that, the clearer we can communicate that. So the intention of the first part of our day today is to identify how is it that we communicate what we do in the world or how is it that we present ourselves in the world in a way that the right kind of person wants to listen to what we have to say. The key to communication, the key to marketing, the key to better sales is context. If you set the right context, it's easy to enroll anyone. If you set the right context, the right person is attracted to you. If you set the right context, the right kind of people want to talk to you. It may mean that sometimes you might get some haters because context can do both kinds of conversation, but most likely the person who's genuinely interested in knowing you will be the right person because your context is right. So the container is easy to create for them to come into. Make sense? So what we're going to do is we're primarily trying to find five answers through the entire exercise, which is what problem that we solve, We're going to try to find out exactly how we solve the problem, the method. And some of these might be clear to you. We're going to try and find out what makes you unique. We're going to try and find what are some of the benefits that a client can experience, five to 10 benefits. And how would you say it as a message for someone in less than 20 words? The key really being that if you are in a conversation, you only have that much opportunity to explain yourself. And a lot of us have often asked this question, hey, how do I introduce myself? Or when, well, when I tell people I'm a life coach, I have X problem. Because clearly we are demonstrating or sharing what we do in a way that doesn't really land for people. The idea really is by the end of the exercise or the end of or finding our personal brand is not to find our visual personal brand. And I want to establish that distinction because sometimes people think that's what this is about. We're not trying to say, hey, how my picture should look like or how my website should look like. Personal brand is all about communication. What are you communicating in different contexts and containers? See, earlier this year, I went through the same exercise. So first of all, what I'm taking you through, it's not like you'll do it this time and then you're done. That's just not how business works. That's not how life works. You're constantly evaluating and reevaluating what you do in the world, right? If you'll speak with me a couple of months ago, I would not be able to identify what I do in the world. And this is literally, I would literally tell people, I don't know what I do in the world. I've built some great companies, have some good products, and that's it. 
Like, I really didn't know. Like, people would ask me, hey, so what do you do? And I'll be like, I'm, I started a company called Evercoach. Uh, and I have these other companies I've invested in and co-founded. And that's how I would introduce myself. So often people will be like, oh, it's a businessman or an entrepreneur, which is not incorrect. It's not incorrect. It's right. That's part of my identity. But is that everything that really defines what I do? No, absolutely not. It's not even the primary work that I do, if you really think about it, because I build those companies as mostly an accident. I was doing coaching. It just kind of worked. So, And I had a business partner and I said, why don't we do this together? And it kind of worked out. Great. Good for me. But that was not what I was actually doing in the world. That's not what I actually do in the world. So the reason why I'm telling that story is so you know that it's not going to end anybody's world or define somebody's success or not success if you don't do this work. But what I'm confident in is because now I've found what I do and how to present it and how to say it, it's much easier for me to create everything going forward. It's much easier for me to directionally have a conversation with a potential client and be able to give them exactly what I can do for them versus me just going, oh, I've done this and I've done this. And they go, okay, so I don't know if we should follow up on this conversation because kind of start companies. I already have a company. Why should we talk, right? Or I, I do this and I need help with X. Or why should we talk, right? Makes sense, right? It's not really directional. It's not helpful the person to really speak with me further. So a few months ago, I was like, Okay, if I want to actually do something meaningful in the world, I need to direct conversations a little bit better, right? I'm not looking for coaching clients. That's a Rolodex that's full and I'm not interested in that. But at the same point in time, what is it that Ajit does beyond starting companies, which is also perfectly okay. And I hired a company to help me do a similar exercise to what what we are doing today. It was a two-day intensive that we did. And during the course of the exercise, we figured out some of the answers to the questions that I'm asking you today, which is, what is it that Ajit does? And I was like, listen, I'm most excited about it. I'm just giving you this example so you know where we want to get at least as a sense of clarity or some version of sense of clarity. I said, hey, listen, here's who I want to help. People I want to help are people that are feeling unfulfilled in their life. They're somewhere on the tangent of I've done stuff, I'm successful at it, or I was successful at it, and I'm done with it. I need to rediscover myself. I want to find myself again. So individuals that feel unfulfilled, that tends to also be my clients. And currently also, if you look at the spectrum, when you join the different programs that you might have joined, you might be in that spectrum somehow. You might be like, I'm doing something, it's kind of good, but I don't know if this is the thing that I want to do, right? So you're kind of unfulfilled, right? So that was a word that we picked. We said, okay, the, the person feels unfulfilled. What do you do? I said, well, I help them redefine their identity. The challenge of unfulfillment is not the challenge of unfulfillment. The challenge is because they don't think they can recreate themselves. And so they get stuck in thinking that their past defines their future. And so they feel unfulfilled because they don't change anything, right? And that tends to be the case with often somebody who's feeling unfulfilled in their current life is because they're thinking, oh, I can only do what I can borrow from the past. But identity is never created from the past. Identity is created from the future, right? So I help redefine or help a person re-identify themselves or rediscover themselves or define their new identity, create their new identity, create their new reality, right? And I only want to work with individuals in that category. So I'm helping people who are unfulfilled, helping them find their new identity. Now that fits the narrative of anything that I already also do, if you think about it. It doesn't come out exactly in those words, but it fits that narrative. But it also fits the narrative of what I am creating for myself as my personal identity, right? Why do you call Ajay if you want to call him for an event? Well, if you want identity work done at your event or you need somebody to talk about identity or future self, you should call Ajay. 
But do you see how easy it becomes for a person to go, why should I have Ajit as a speaker? Oh, you need somebody to come on a podcast. And, you know, the topic that we want to discuss is why is society feeling unfulfilled or the kids feel unfulfilled these days or people in careers feel unfulfilled or business entrepreneurs feel unfulfilled. We want to have that discussion. Oh, let's call Ajit, right? The clarity of what I do or what I help with and how I help with helps me introduce myself, but it also helps the world to go, what box to put this guy in? Do you think it's easier for me to create content because of that? Do you think it's easier for me to design a speech because of that or a talk because of that? Clearly, right? So helping or understanding these fundamentals, even if I know that in time they will evolve probably because they have evolved already, allows me for the next three years to focus my attention on something. And that's the thing you want to think about. Don't try to think this is your personal brand forever in your life because that's just not going to happen. Right? You're too fast-paced of a liver or a lifer where you will change. In the next two years, three years, you'll get bored of what you do, most likely. Or you'll need to evolve what you do because you're kind of like, I've got this figured, but I can't keep doing this because I've got this figured. It's too easy, right? Anybody see that pattern in our life? Yes. It's like, ah, it seems like I kind of do that again and again, right? I kind of got like, I'm done with this and I need to, which is phenomenal from the perspective of how much of an achiever you are as a person, right? Because you kind of get so good at something that you kind of go, I need to change this. I need to dismantle my identity and find a new one. So that allows for you to also understand that your personal brand is also going to be like this, right? You're thinking about three years into the future. Don't think about lifetime. That makes the decision really hard. That makes the answers really difficult to give because you're trying to find your entire life story. <laughs> Good luck finding that, right? So three years, that's what, and it can be less than two, three years too. You can say for the next year, that's okay too. If you want to just be, hey, I'm going to discover, I'm going to play with it for a year, that's okay by me. But three years would be a good timeline if we could play with that. So the first question, which is list all the problems you think you solve. Don't worry about specifically knowing all of the problems that you think you can solve, okay? Now, if you look at this list of problems, if you could only pick three for the next three years, the three problems that you can solve for the next three years, and that's all you're allowed to do, what comes immediately to your mind? Circle them or highlight them somehow so you can see for yourself what those are. You could only do three problems for the next three years. What you need to understand is it doesn't matter what problems you pick because you'll find the person that you'll actually work with based on the problem that you just identified. It's not a, it's a selection and elimination tool. If a person doesn't have that problem, instead of that, they have a problem of, I want to fire half my staff, that's not your client. If somebody says, oh, you know, I feel fully fulfilled in my life, Ajit, can you help me make more profit? Well, that's not my client anymore, right? Because that's not the person that I work with. Having that clarity of this is the problem I'm going to solve gives me focus, gives them focus, and tells both of us who is the right person or not. We don't waste each other's time, which is perfect. That's the whole point. This brings us to the second question, which is how do you solve the problem? Now, this is mostly a methodology. Uh, you already have one, most likely, or there's a way that you kind of have an idea of this is how I solve the problem. But let's take a minute to really write down how is it that you solve the problem that you just identified. So it must be correlated, right? That's why it's important that you take one container and run with that at least for the sake of this exercise. You go, okay, this is the problem I solved. This is the model that I use to solve this problem. The challenge I solve is unfulfillment. The model I use or the method I use is identity work, right? Now, we never actually will ever in our personal brand actually share how we solve the problem because nobody cares. Your methodology is known to you. They don't need to understand it, right? Identity work, nobody needs to understand it. I don't need to say that's how I do it because that's not what really is going to ever get communicated in the outside world because guess how complicated identity work can be, 
very complicated because it depends on what kind of person I'm working with and what is the model of identity that we are working on. Are we working on your physical identity? Are we working on your personal brand, which is an identity? Are we working on your life identity? There's different processes for all of them. There's a system for everything, but you need to be able to discover that. But to get to that place or to explain all of that would take forever. And we don't want that in our personal brand. We don't want it to be complicated. We want it to be easy, right? But we need to know how we do it when it comes down to it, which is why we did this question. Cool? The key questions are the next three questions that we're going to answer, okay? The next question or the next set of questions revolve around your uniqueness. Your uniqueness is what makes you different. This is a personal exploration that we must do. And let's see if we can find answers to this. And this is, for example, the first question is, how do you tap into your superpower? Like, first of all, what is that superpower? Which is more reflective of what you just said is how you solve problems is most likely related to your superpower. But how do you tap into it, right? The reason why we're trying to find these uniquenesses is when we demonstrate our personal brand. So let me give you an example, right? And this is before I discovered my current uh, place of personal brand. Is consistently, even if it looks a little bit different than a traditional event, I would always have a dance at my event. And you guys have experienced it, so you kind of know what I'm talking about. And there will be a dance and everybody's doing that dance, which feels very weird because my audience is usually over 35, 40. They don't even go to clubs anymore. They don't know the popular songs. They don't do that kind of dancing anymore. But this group comes together and we dance together. And we dance with our butts up at least 10 times the same fucking song for two to three days. Because that's how I tap into my superpower. If you were to take everybody away and I just had to go do something, very likely he will move to get into the state to deliver something. Right? So as much as it is for you, it is actually for me. So how do you tap into your superpower? What would that be? The reason to ask this question is so we can see how that reflects into our personal brand. If it is not presentable in a way where I can't expressly involve you in it or you kind of identify, that's the weird guy that wears hats and dances on stage. Do you feel there's anybody else that does that right now in coaching space? No, you can't think of a name. Nobody else does that. So it's very easily identifiable. It's weird and specific to me. That's what we are trying to find for each one of us, right? So what is that thing that turns on your superpower that may be weird, quirky, different to you? Maybe you did it as a child. That's a way to tap into it as well. But that will still tap you into your superpower. The reason is because eventually we are going to all use this to create your personal brand, right? This is how you're going to show up. Right? So it's not only about you tapping into your superpower. It's about... How do you present that to the world so they can see you tapping into your superpower? And again, there's no perfect science to this. So you test out also and you see which one works, which one you're comfortable pursuing further because over time that becomes how people see you. It will not be in the first go. It will probably not even be in the 10th go, but eventually that's how people will go, oh, if I'm doing X or if I'm going to this person's event or if I'm talking to this person, this is how they will show up most likely. Right? And that's what we want. It's not a one-day act. It's an act that is done over time. So let's lean into the next part. And that is, if we were to identify three words that you would want the world to see you as, they don't have to be professional words. They could just be, this is how I would like the world to see me as. What would those words be? Right? How would you want people to see you as. A great way to find this for yourself is also to kind of lean back into your values. You already have done that work before. You probably are very clear on values. Reflect back on your values and say, how is it that you would want the world to see you in context of your values? So let's, let's write those three words that we feel we want the world to see us as. For example, to me, I want to have the world see me as family which is why love service is something that is there. 
which is why you would see I'm not somebody who comes in in a suit. You'll probably never see me be boastful. You'll never probably see me as not approachable. Usually you would feel like, oh, I can walk up to Ajit and I can talk to him about anything pretty much. Or at least enough things that it feels like a distant family member maybe, but not a, fa- but a family member. Like it feels safe, right? But that comes from my value system, right? So that's kind of what you want to think about here. Let's go to the next part. And this is important for us to note because this is where clarity of content comes from, right? So we know the big problem we solve. We know how we solve them. But why is it that a client should be interested? You probably know the answers to these questions. I want you to write them again because when you will create content or when you'll create any communication around your personal brand going forward, the thing that you will lead with is the benefit that your client experiences, okay? While helping them identify the problem that they have that they don't know they have. So that's why we never actually share what our methodology is, but we always share the solution that they get and the problem that they don't know they have, okay? So next part, uh, three questions. We can answer them simultaneously or one by one, however you want. But the first question is, what are the long-term positive effects of this problem being solved? The problem that we identified. Like, what's the long-term benefit? Not the short-term, the long-term benefit. What does your avatar or your potential client want more than anything else? This would be a subconscious answer, right? This would be something that a person would only tell you if you're really sad with them. But what I really, really want, right? It's, for example, for somebody who sat with me, who say, what I really, really want is I want to get out of my rut that I'm at right now for in context of identity and unfulfillment, right? What I really, really want is I want to live a very purposeful life. What I really, really want is I want to feel alive. That's what they really, really want. And the last is, what is the quickest win your avatar will experience if they use your coaching? This is if they use your methodology, what is the quickest win? Now, they're overlapping answers. Okay, that's why I'm telling all three questions together. So if you answer one, you might answer all three. Your benefits are your content pieces. So for example, if we have a benefit of somebody getting better health, the content piece may start with, let me give you three tips on how to get better health if you're a busy executive, right? And because I know that's a problem that I solve or the benefit that the person has, I can create content much easier, right? If you really think about the three benefits that you identified, you should be able to find a how-to question, at least 30 of them out of those, right? Let me tell you, for example, if health or better health was a thing, let me give you three tips on how you can change your nutrition to have better health if you're a busy executive. Let me give you three exercises that you can do in five minutes or less because I know you're a busy executive. These are three ideas already from that one point, but you could take as many out of this. The key at one point about personal brand becomes consistency. We're not gonna go there today, but that's really what it is all about eventually is if you can produce uh, the, the items that's going to hit the client exactly where that they are interested, if you can do it again and again and again over an extended period of time, one day it works. It doesn't work immediately. Sometimes it does. Again, it really depends on the person. We'll talk about speaking next. So you'll see how it can be done better. But still, it's a, it's a journey. But to know where you're going now, based on the benefits and the clarity of uniqueness and so forth that you have, if you represent that over time, It doesn't matter whatever brand, whatever size of business you want to build, it works. It just takes the time that it needs to take. Do you see how we got to the place where we eventually get to presenting that personal brand anywhere and everywhere, right? Which brings me to the final thing, which again, it's one of those things that some people find it easy to do. Some people find it really hard to do, but it is basically to identify how do you tell what you do in about 20 words or less to your clients. A way to do this is to answer the question that's before that which is if you have worked with clients where you remember their story or clearly know their stories with names, you write that story. And when you write that story, you will see there's a pattern or 
there's an essence that always is there where you can define what you do in about 20 words. Okay, so that's the final thing that we want to achieve. You're not gonna give time to it today, but that's an exercise that you can also pursue to give yourself even easier way to actually present yourself. Oh, 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 o